Dr. Anthony Miller, thank you so much for joining me today. Pleasure to be with you. Dr. Miller, you are a medical doctor. What is your understanding of the effect that uh, radio waves, electromagnetic waves from these signals may have on the body? Well, they have many effects. It depends which non-ionizing radio waves you're referring to. If you're referring to those that come from electric transmission or power lines, then there's evidence that if you're close to power lines, that can increase your risk of leukemia. If we're talking about uh, what we now call radio frequency radiation, which is the radiation used to power cell phones uh, coming from cell towers and other wireless devices, then um, we now know that in terms of cell phones held close to the head, uh, this will increase substantially the risk of brain cancer, uh, a cancer called glioblastoma. And uh, also we're increasingly concerned that these waves will cause other adverse health effects, including sterility and uh, possibly increased risk of colon cancer for men who keep uh, cell phones in their pockets. Uh, we also know that a number of people are sensitive to these waves and they become really very ill. They get headaches, uh, they feel extremely unwell, and they have to get as far away as possible from the sources of radiofrequency radiation, such as cell towers. How does this cell phone frequency signals differ from, say, radio AM and FM signals that we've had around well, for decades? Well, they're in a different place in the spectrum. Uh, radio FM, AM, such like, is in a different place. And as we've learned over the years, these don't seem to cause harm. But these particular radio frequency waves, um, which uh, power cell phones, they do cause harm. What's special about that frequency range they're in? Is this something like a microwave oven or something? In many respects, it's similar to that. We know from a number of biological experiments that these waves do cause cell damage of various sorts. We also know that if you expose animals, rats, for example, over a prolonged period to high doses of these, um, these types of waves, then you get increased risk of various cancers, including cancers very similar to those caused in humans by exposure to radiofrequency radiation. So in my view, and that of a number of my colleagues, uh, we feel that we are dealing with a human carcinogen, an established human carcinogen, and we should do all we can to reduce exposure to as low as reasonably achievable something we learned to do many years ago um, in relation to ionizing radiation, x-rays. Well, Dr. Miller, where are the Canadian laws on, on such exposure to radiation from these signals then? Well, they're unsatisfactory. They're not sufficiently strong. Health Canada does have uh, regulations to prevent severe exposure to radiofrequency radiation, but this is very much out of date in terms of current knowledge, and many of us have been trying to persuade Health Canada to re-review the knowledge and uh, to 
tighten up their regulations on exposure to radio frequency radiation, and they haven't done so yet. What's the concern about 5G then, specifically? Well, the concern about 5G is this is a new uh, type of exposure to radio frequency radiation. It's a somewhat different frequency. We know it, it, this type of radiation, 5G, causes damage to plants and insects. We are very worried over the proposal that uh, multiple towers should be placed in relation to homes uh, and residences uh, because although this will power what they call the Internet of Things, there's no consideration of the adverse health effects and we believe this could be really rather dangerous to people. There are many, I mean, what people are seeking are, is, is faster access to the Internet. Um, in fact, much more effective and faster access to the Internet can be obtained by using fiber optic cables. Well, Dr. Miller, if there is concern about the vast increase in radio signals that are supposed to come with 5G, because it's going to power the Internet of, of everything, theoretically, and there are concerns about how this is affecting the human bodies, uh, and there are apparently scientific studies supporting this, why are we not getting an update to the Health Canada rules, and why is the government in such a hurry, and most governments around the world, in such a hurry to proceed with this then? Well, governments often don't pay sufficient attention to health effects. The government seems to have ignored the fact that uh, none of these companies can accept, get insurance coverage. Uh, Lloyds of London and other insurance companies will not uh, support, provide coverage uh, against adverse effects. Um, and the government has simply not done its job. I and others have tried to persuade the government that they should do something, and as yet nobody has done it. It would seem that they are in thrall to the telecommunications industry, and uh, they're ignoring their obligation to protect public health. Well, what do you say to the telecom company's response that their signals are not harmful, they obey all the laws, and it's much the same as the signals for radio and television that we have? Well, as I've already said, they're not in the same part of the spectrum. They're in the spectrum where we already know that uh, these radio frequency rays cause biological effects uh, on cells, um, and particularly in the brain and elsewhere in the body, so that they are simply ignoring the science. They're refusing to accept that uh, this is a hazard. Now, some years ago, in 2011, in fact, um, the World Health Organization's International Agency for Research on Cancer um, convened a working group that reviewed the evidence then available, and they concluded that radiofrequency radiation was a possible human carcinogen. Since then, a great deal of additional evidence has accrued on the hazards of radiofrequency radiation uh, from studies in a number of countries, including Canada, and from more biological investigations. 
And this is why we now believe that when I say we, I and a large number of other scientists believe that we're dealing with a human carcinogen, putting radio frequency radiation in the same category as asbestos, x-rays, and other carcinogens. We do everything we can to avoid. Well, let me ask you then, Dr. Miller, how hopeful are you that your message will get across in the face of this massive drive to proceed with 5G? Well, one hopeful sign is that the World Health Organization has a committee which is having another look at this, and a number of us have uh, made submissions to that committee. The International Agency for Research on Cancer had an advisory group which recommends what exposures they should evaluate or reevaluate, and they a committee met last year and recommended that the International Agency of Research on Cancer should reevaluate um, the adverse effects of radiofrequency radiation. We haven't heard whether they are going to do this yet, but we are hopeful they will do so. In the meantime, we're trying to keep up the pressure. Dr. Anthony Miller, thank you very much for this. Thank you, sir.